His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Time to take a visit. A visit to a corn maze and see if we can get somebody completely lost in it today. <laughs> Ian the intern is back. Ian. He's on fall break. What's up, y'all? How you go? How how's it going? Well, it's we cold. just I know it's cold. You got your jacket on. You're at the corn maze. We want you to go and try to accomplish getting through a corn maze today. All right. Challenge accepted. I'm going to be here all morning, but you got to spend your fall break somehow, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long is your fall break? Um, Just until Monday. So I got plenty of time to you get do. You have at least four days <laughs> to get through that thing before we put the search helicopter out for you. And it's dark, oh, yeah. too. He's so going to get lost. You do have a I know, and they, and, and they gave me a map, but a lot of good that's going to do when it's this dark out. So I'm really just guessing. Wait a minute. <laughs> you have a map to get through the maze? Yeah, they gave me a no, map. No, 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 Apparently no, there are like 12 different no. checkpoints you need to reach before getting out. Oh. So, this it, sounds complicated. Does it lead you through the corn maze, this map? Oh, no, no. The, no nobody leads me through. I'm completely on my own, but I still got to find the little check, checkpoints. So there's an added challenge to it. So the map doesn't tell you where the checkpoints are. You do have to find them. Yes, well, yeah. the map shows you. Have you never done a corn maze? But why have a map? You can't get through the corn maze then. <laughs> no, you can't. Corn all looks the same. It's still very difficult. It's figuring out the map. Is I'm thing. skeptical of this map thing. You He's going like to get through it. You act like the map is making it easy. It's yes. not. <laughs> oh, it ain't. Believe me. Especially not in the dark. So uh, Go find a flashlight and we'll okay. check back in with you. Okay, you all got right. it. This This ought to be interesting. Yeah, you can just run straight through. They bend. <laughs> I'm sure they can. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ian's the intern, and Ian has been sent on a mission this morning to get lost. Well, we think he will. <laughs> in a corn maze this morning, which Ian is standing with Catherine Davis, who is at the uh, the corn maze as we speak, holding a goat. By the way, Ian, just to let you know, do not pick or damage corn. Oh, okay. man. Well, there go my plans for the morning. All right. Don't pick or damage corn. <laughs> so, inter- by the way, Ian's our intern, so just just be light on his interview skills, if you would. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're just here in front of the cornfield. And um, so what what exactly is the fastest that anybody's ever gotten through this thing? So this year, that's a 10-acre maze, and there's 12 markers in the maze that you try to find. And there's a little QR code scanner you can scan. And for each of the markers and the entrance and the exit, the fastest time has been 35 minutes. Okay, so for 35 being the fastest time, that means I have... Give it to go. So you got to go through 12 markers. So that's the added challenge of having to go through it. Is there any sort of... Oh, Oh, hang on. What's it? Hi, Dolly. You have have something to say? Dolly, do you think I can make it through this? (laughs) Okay, that that happens to be a little goat. You heard it here first, folks. I think I have a pretty good chance I'm getting through this, according (laughs) according to Dolly here. When do they send out search crews if you get lost in this thing? Yeah, how long does it usually take for you to like send out search crews if somebody doesn't get out in time? Most people can make it through in about an hour, but if you're, um, we haven't let anyone spend the night there yet. So I like to also say there's emergency exits on all sides. Oh. Well, we're going to definitely put, probably uh, put those to good use. No, we're going to uh, lock put them. me in charge of all this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, does Ian get to take the goat with him? Yeah, do I um do I get to take the goat with me? Is that like is that my little um reward for making it through? You 
can hold the goat um, outside. We've got lots of fun activities around the barnyard. People like to play. We've got dodgeball. We've got jumping pillows, zip lines, a big hay barn that folks like to play in, swing in, and lots of different activities in addition to seeing the little baby goats. But, yeah, we, we try to keep the baby goats out of the corn maze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll be sure to check all of that out if I'm able to make it out of this, but that is a big if. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay. So Ian's at the corn maze. We're going to see how long it takes him to get lost in this thing. Maybe days. Oh, all right. Go get lost, Ian. Okay, We'll check back with you. We're going to time you, buddy. Ian, the intern in the corn maze in Anderson this morning. Go to it, buddy. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer, Jim Mann, has some news about Brandon Heath. When I was over at his house the other day, having a little dinner, giving him advice, writing another song with him. <laughs> Don't believe it. <laughs> Don't ask him about it because he's, you know, it's just, he gets embarrassed. But, uh, you know, he's got a little girl. They recently had a little girl, what, like a month ago? Yeah, something uh, like that. No, I think she's over a year. Oh, it goes by so fast. <laughs> it, was about, it was about 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, well... They are uh, pregnant with another child, and on Instagram, on his little Instagram uh, account, he posted his reaction when his wife revealed the gender. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a girl! <laughs> oh no. I'm not happy about it. Did you not tell her yet? <laughs> so he's holding, he's, it looks like he just came home for being on the road or something because he's holding the little girl. Um, and then when he said, that, hey, it's a little girl, he, she apparently wanted a brother. It that sounds like it, doesn't it? Or maybe she wants to be an only child. <laughs> yeah, she's probably thinking, they're replacing me. Oh. But no, she can stick around. Yes, she can. Yeah, poor Brandon, though, he's going to be way outnumbered. Oh, he'll be fine. I don't know. It'll help him with his songwriting. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Congratulations, Brandon Heath. You show me what healing can do. With his hatred, you show me how kindness can move. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the return of something amazing. Caboodles! It's basically like a girly tackle box from the 80s that every girl wanted. I don't know if you remember our conversation, but you guys were a little confused. Oh, yeah. Score a caboodle at JCPenney for as low as $8.50, Jim Man. So, so exciting. It's a great place to store all your lip smackers and your Lee Press on nails. Mm, wow. <laughs> but I remember as this conversation went on, y'all were like, lip smackers? What are lip smackers? We're proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> So I wanted to enlighten you a little bit. I've Uh-oh. done a little research because I knew what lip smackers were, but I didn't know that they launched back in 1973. Bonnie Bell was the company. And in 1975, uh, they basically exploded. And these are all the lip smacker flavors that exist. And I'm holding it. And it's like literally, yeah, like hundreds of them. I didn't have time to count them all, but it's five sheets of printer paper printed out with all of the different flavors that they've ever done. So what I thought I would do is bring in a few and see if you guys could guess what the flavor of lip smacker is. Boy, so this is a candy? 
It's it's a lip uh, it's chapstick. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so Jim, there's minute, one for minute. you. Are, are we going to put like color on our lips? It's not color. It's just clear. Are you sure? I mean, your Hope lips so. are pretty dry, so you could probably. There's, use no, it. Hey, hey. there's no glitter on this, is there? No glitter. No. Nope. Okay, so I don't walk around nope. glare on my lips all day. Nope. Okay, so you're just gonna try one and let me know if you can guess. I'm gonna try mine. Nope. Tropical punch. Smell it. Now, Jim, because you're you're trying to do the no sugar thing, I gave you something reminiscent. Beets. <laughs> of something that you can't have anymore. Oh, cherry. No. Nope. Tropical punch. You give up? I'm just starting. Strawberry glaze. <laughs> I can't. Rob, do you uh, do you know what? I that have is? no idea. Mine tastes like Play-Doh. Play-Doh. It is Play-Doh, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Why is your shape like that? Well, the top of it looks like an ice cream, so I'm gonna guess it's some kind of ice cream, but I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't pinpoint the flavor. Nothing. Nothing. I'm sorry. It tastes. All right. It's, it's kind of weird. Flavors. How can we get? Try it. Rob. No. No. You <laughs> no try sharing. mine. Don't share. No way. Okay. Rob, yours is pumpkin spice latte. Oh. Really? Wow. And Jim. Yes. Any guesses? I've given you 15 guesses. Oh, you have it. Cherry? That's your guess? Well, that was one. Strawberries and cream. No, it's uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Which actually was their first no brand partnership that they ever did. Okay, try this one, Rob. Oh, now i got to try another one? Yeah. Should I wipe, wipe off what I heard? <laughs> oh, your lips are, are just bright red. No, I hope right, not. I have another one for you, Jim. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Is this try the one this, he just had? Try this lip smacker. No, I'm not making you share. I'm gonna try this one. Cherry. It's gotta cherry? be cherry. Cherry. It's gotta be. You're close. What? Strawberry. I Strawberry. Smell maple. Okay. I smell maple. Ooh. No, look. look at you. <laughs> no, don't take a bite out of it. Okay. Put it on those lips. <laughs> Some kind of maple stuff. Maple latte. Hey, nice finally. Job. We got one. I, I know my lip smackers. Mm. So, you guys, how do your lips feel? Oh, greasy. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> you look lovely. <laughs> Thanks. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ian, you are where, buddy? Your guess is as good as mine, Rob. <laughs> snacks and water. I'm a little worried he about does, you. He does need some supplies dropped in from an airplane or something. <laughs> He's at Denver Downs in the middle of a corn maze right now and completely lost. The fastest time is 35 minutes. He's far surpassed that. He's at 58 minutes right now. now it's been over an hour already? Yeah. Almost. 58 See, minutes is a little less than an hour. Now, Ian talked to Catherine about an hour ago and she said the average time was what about an hour yeah okay she and, went to breakfast and that's with finding 10 markers inside the maze before he leaves the maze how many markers have you found so far <gasps> i found five i just found six Woo! for the third time oh <laughs> Wait, <you're laughs> a, a, a little early on the celebration Wait a okay <laughs> a little well, early so so if i'm hearing this right you found some markers more than once and you still haven't found all of them Pretty much. Okay. Now, you do know if you turn right four times, you're going to end up in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't really been keeping track of how many turns I have. Look, do I, do I look like somebody who has a plan? <laughs> I'm, I'm really just guessing here. <laughs> yeah, we noticed. I am curious, have you walked through the corn and gotten off the path? Um, I that, think I, hmm. That would be a yes. I really don't know where I've been. Is that, wait a minute, did we just see an exit? Is that an exit? 
an emergency exit. Would uh -oh. that be cheating? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. You're okay. not allowed to go through it's, there. It's, it's tempting. Mm -hmm. Definitely tempting, but no. Okay, so that's the our intern. He is in 10 acres of a corn maze right now, completely lost. He has to find four more markers, did he say, or five, actually? He's got five more. Five more markers to go to get out of there. Fastest time is 35 minutes. The average family can do it within an hour. He just crossed the hour mark. Jim, man, you've done this before. How long did it take you? About 10 minutes. <laughs> I just didn't record it. <laughs> no, you, do you have usually, any advice? You, uh, no. You usually get lost there. I, I bring your kids and they'll... And they'll get you out, <laughs> yes. right? Well, he doesn't have any. He's just a single bloke. <laughs> so there you go. Ian, the intern, lost in a core maze somewhere. We'll let you know if he ever gets out. It's his morning crew on his radio with Lauren Daigle and you say. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's not over yet. Ian, the intern with his morning crew here, it's Rob, Allison, and Jim on his radio, has uh, been on a journey all morning long. He's stuck in the corn maze at Denver Downs. Has been there for almost two hours? Maybe 90, 90 minutes close to it. It has to be. How long do you How's say? How's it going? It is actually going better than before because we have successfully found every single checkpoint. Just got to the last one. Well, why does it have a number one on it? Because we got lost and ended up back at number one. We don't know where we're going. <laughs> made a full circle. <laughs> Stuck in a maze right now. He had to find 10 But hey, what matters, it doesn't matter where you end up. It's that we got everything that we need. So now <laughs> we just got to get out of here. Yeah, we got a text. It says from uh, Laurel. It says, tell Ian it's not about how fast you go. It's how much you take time to enjoy the journey. Well, that's pretty good oh, because yeah. we heard that the fastest person completed it in 35 minutes. And Ian, um, you're at an hour and 37 minutes right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying the journey. That's my excuse. and I'm sticking to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then how come you sound a little stressed? Because uh, I'm a college student. <laughs> uh, good point. Thank good. you for spending your fall break getting lost in a corn maze with us. <laughs> anytime, any, anytime. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll check in Monday to see if he's still there at the corn maze at Denver Downs. If you happen to be going this weekend and you run into, oh, a college student and his hair is just a little frazzled because he's been in there for a while with a leather, leather jacket, that would be Ian. Just help him get out. Please. <laughs> I think he would enjoy that. Rob, Allison, and Jim. That time of year where you go and uh, get those pumpkins and start carving them out. You know, there's different contests and stuff like that. You're very competitive, Allison. Mm. So I'm sure you get in many contests on pumpkin carving. Oh, yeah. Love it. Well, you should have swung down the, the uh, Florida Keys at the National Marine Sanctuary, in fact. Because they had a little pumpkin carving contest. There's just a little twist to it. It was 30 feet uh, down in the water. Under the sea? Under the sea. So they <laughs> scuba dive and they do it in the water? That's cool. Yes. Just the other day they did that. It's kind of weird, I imagine, because, you know, there's a little buoyancy with the pumpkins. Mm -hmm. the, the pumpkin will want to kind of float up. I always find that true. When I'm diving with a pumpkin, it wants to float up. So they kind of had to, like, keep it still and, and carve. But, you know, it helps with the mess. 
You know, normally you gotta dump that somewhere. It probably just goes everywhere. Ew. The fish may like the it. The fish love pumpkins. They got their little lattes and they're putting the pumpkins in there. <laughs> so yeah, the brothers won. Sebastian and Sebastian under the sea there. Mm-hmm. And Gabriel. They're only 16 and 14, but they won. They won with a dolphin and a half moon carved in there. Very nice. It's some pretty fancy stuff. I'm glad a they didn't make moon? it scary. Yes. But does it sound that complicated? Sorry, Sebastian. Hey, they're underwater. <laughs> He's only 14. The, you should see the other ones, too. Yeah. They're not that great. <laughs> a half moon. you got to be mean... careful with the knife when you're diving because, you know, you got tubes and stuff like that. But 30 feet below. <laughs> I just can't get over it. She's stuck on the half moon that that wins. The whole person. It was a very everything. fancy what? The guy moon. with the circle? The full moon? He lost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes more to do yeah, a half th- moon. That's too predictable to have a full moon like that. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. I so hope it's you. I hope it's you that gets on that plane as the winner going to Waco, Texas for the Merry and Bright Magnolia Christmas Experience. I think Allison would so envy you, but she doesn't envy people because that's wrong. <laughs> I could be provoked to jealousy. <laughs> Flying to Waco, having a shopping spree at Magnolia Market and Garden. I mean, these are the silos that you've watched on Fixer Upper go up as they were doing the Fixer Upper upper the houses and stuff on the show. Chip and Joanna Gaines. And then they have the Magnolia table, so that's like a little breakfast joint. You can go and eat there. Ground transportation provided, the flights provided, you'll have the hotel. It's going to be a cool Christmas hospitality experience like no other in Waco that you could win because you're connected to his radio and you'll be a part of our share that begins November the 5th as we raise the support for this listener-supported radio station. So, there's a number that you call and a word that you text. Yeah, text the word Waco to 800-447-7234 and we'll get you hooked up with a chance to win. I hope you win. It's going to be so cool. Jim says he wants to go with you, but he's not allowed. I'll be there to greet you. Can you imagine at the airport? Yeah. Jim Man there. Creepy. I mean, (laughs) mean, awesome. Creepy. (laughs) Rob, Allison, and Jim. You know what the highlight of Matthew West's week was? I'm going He took home the coveted Songwriter of the Year title at the 49th Annual Dove Awards. But you know what? Those big awards, they aren't that impressive to Matthew West. This is what's impressive to him. He got home from the awards ceremony. It was late. His family was sleeping. But his daughters gave him an award that was much more valuable. So I just got home from the Dove Awards to find this sign. Great job, Dad. Best songwriter of the year. And then he goes inside and finds another sign hanging up. He also won the award for best dad. Really? <laughs> oh, oh cool. Sweet. I wanted that. That is so awesome. He has great kids. His family is just so awesome. You can tell that he's a great dad because they think about him like that. I know. I love that. And that is so true, isn't it? We can get all kinds of accolades, but the ones that mean the most are usually from the ones we love the most. That's true. I was up for that award, too. Maybe next year, Jim. All right. (laughs) Keep trying. You'll You'll be the best dad. Congratulations, Matthew West, taking home that Dove Award of Songwriter of the Year. (laughs) 
Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Niall is 10 years old, and Niall just made a huge accomplishment in his life. It was a major goal. He ran a 5K. Awesome. Not just one 5K, not just two 5Ks. Wild guess. How many 5Ks? Five. 16. 50. Whoa. In a row. 55 Ks in a row. It's an accomplishment that even amazed his parents. No, I thought it was very unlikely. I, I, Ten-year-olds are fantastic, but they, they embark on a lot of things that they don't finish. He never complained a single day, said he didn't want to do it or he was too tired or something hurt. He was just ready to go every day, and I, I'm amazed. I mean, I, I've, I've never really known a kid to do something like this personally, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm proud to be his mom. I was thinking, like, I'm going to finish this and I can do it, and when I finish it, I won't have to do any more. Yeah, all 50 of them, 50 days in a row, 55 Ks. You see, Niall's grandfather has lung cancer, and that's why he did this. He's running to raise support for the Lung Cancer Foundation. So far, $4,000 worth of pledges for this, which is so great. I love how honest his parents were. We didn't really think he was going to finish, but he (laughs) showed them. Way to go, kid. Showed it up, 50 of those in a row. Amazing. They chronicled the whole journey. You see him holding up an Instagram post the day uh, that he was on, and he did all 50 of them, which is great. Man, I've only done 47, 50. It's amazing. In a row, dude. In a row. Yeah, with nonstop. Yeah, because I know you've been alive. <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> oh, my word. Sorry. That's okay. Now it looks like Jim is inspired. We're going to count day one today. Go out and do whoa, 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 your 5K. Whoa. <laughs> no, go ahead. There's a great neighborhood right behind us. Tired. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thinking about when our kids had to learn a valuable lesson in life, and you had to give it to them. Did they learn the lesson the hard way or what? 800-447-7234. We got a text from our friend Holly. She says her brother took a bat and was hitting a sand beehive, and mother told him to stop, and he did not. The bees came out, but instead of stinging him, the bees stung his three other brothers, sister, and mom. Oh. So I'm not sure. Did he learn the lesson there? I don't think so. <laughs> He's thinking, next time I hit that thing, they're going to get stung. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So Sheena is here. What about you, Sheena? My daughter um, was, she must have been about four at the time. And we went to a Chinese restaurant. And you know the little pork pieces that you get that you can dip in the hot mustard and then dip in the sesame seeds? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I had that. And she kept reaching for it, reaching for it. And I kept saying, no, hot, no, hot, no, hot. And she was so persistent. And I knew that it was way too hot for her. And so I, her little sister starts crying. I turn around to address her. And before I could get her, she grabbed a piece of that pork, dipped it all the way in that hot mustard and popped it into her mouth. Oh, my gosh. Her face turned red. If it had been a cartoon, there had been steam coming out of her ears. I am not kidding. And she she did the whole gasp thing. I grabbed her, started running for the bathroom because I knew she was going to scream. And sure enough, by the time I got to the bathroom, she screamed the loudest scream I have ever heard that kid scream. To this day, she will still not touch hot mustard. I don't think I would either. But I see Jim Mann doing that. All the time. I don't learn well. I can see that. 
So I remember take, trying wasabi. I was an adult, mm-hmm. but I got way too much. And then I'm sitting at a table with all these people, and it's just like making my nasal passages <laughs> inflamed. But I'm trying to look like I'm okay. Wait a minute. Did you like have hives and stuff? I don't know. Turning red. <laughs> you used to be an adult. Uh, yeah. More than just pretty voices. Pretty sure. Your kids are like super compliant. They never get into trouble. You never have to teach them any valuable life lessons because they didn't listen and they did the opposite. It's Rob Allison and Jim, his morning crew on his radio. Well, maybe we just stretched that a little bit. Mm, Yeah. I don't think all kids are like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Allison was like that. Uh, I was pretty compliant, but I had a naughty streak. Uh, I believe that. Jim was like that. Yes. Oh, See, very compliant. <laughs> he's compliant about being compliant. I'm too compliant. That's amazing. But I'm sure you might have a story to tell about the kids and the life lessons that they've had to learn the hard way at 800-447-7234. When Katie was about eight or nine, her mom had a dark chocolate baker's chocolate in the cupboard. And she thought for sure all chocolate bars were sweet and delicious. So she says, I snuck into the kitchen and took a couple squares. Needless to say, I was horrified by how bitter it was. And still to this day, I'm skeptical of dark chocolate. Ah. Katie, I think you should give it another try. It's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> Take that from Allie. Or Jim. He yes. eats dark chocolate. Never. Always. Oh, always. Rebecca's along with us. What's your story, Rebecca? Whenever I was a kid, I loved Peter Pan. And I learned that um, you need pixie dust fly. That was very important. I, I knew that happy thoughts and um, it was all you needed. So I jumped off the table and <laughs> learned that lesson the hard way. Did you break any bones? No, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, I know I did this right. I'm like, what am I missing? Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thinking about those times when your kids just needed to learn the hard way at 800-447-7234. Jamie Lee learned a lesson a lot of kids learn the hard way. She says, I have always loved cold things and being cold. So we went to New York. My mom told me I better pack a jacket because it's going to be really cold. And I, being hard-headed like I always am, decided that I was not going to pack a coat because why do I need a coat? I like the cold. We got to New York in the middle of December and it was freezing. I had to borrow one of my mom's coats and had to hear her say, I told you so the whole trip. New York cold is not the same as Carolina cold. No, whole lot different, especially when you're in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, Chile. And it's just whipping through those buildings like that. So Allie's along with us. What is your story, Allie? When I was younger, I was a teenager. Um, My sister, who was about 10 or 11, kept trying to take my mother's cigarettes out of her purse, or if she smoked one and put it out, she tried to take it out of the ashtray and tried to put it in her mouth like she wanted to smoke. And she told my mother she wanted to smoke. So my mother and my aunt set her at the table and made her smoke about two whole cigarettes (gasps) till she got sick. Yeah. And hoped that it would make her not want to smoke. But as she got older, she started smoking anyway, so it didn't work. Well, how's your sister all these years later then? My sister got saved about three weeks ago. And um, I know God's going to do some amazing things in her life. And hopefully one of those is to make her not have the urge to want to smoke anymore. Sounds like to me you were praying a long time for your sister to come to know Jesus. I sure have. She is turning 49. 
and look at where she is today, walking with Christ. Awesome. Yes, that is awesome. That was a bad habit. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Had to learn the lesson the hard way, and you taught it to them. 800-447-7234. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim on his morning crew. Keith says it was eating a lemon whole. However, it backfired on his mother because he loved it. And he also would eat tang powder and loved it as well. So he's saying it doesn't always work. (laughs) Keith? Yeah. You have interesting taste buds. Yeah, because there's no way. (laughs) I mean, mm -mm, I wouldn't even put lemon in my tea. What? I will not put lemon (laughs) in my tea. It is good for you, though. The lemon is? Cleans you out. That's the issue right there. I don't think I have any problems in that area. (laughs) Nydia, you have a story. What is it? My son thought that he could do what he wanted and Santa would still come. He used to be real, he used to be real ornery and rude and mean. And I said, you know, Santa doesn't like little boys that are bad. You need to try to be good. And he said, Santa comes, it doesn't matter what you do. So that Christmas, Santa did not come that morning. The naughty and nice list you pulled out on him. Yeah, Santa did not come till bedtime that night for him. Everybody else got Santa Claus, but he did not get Santa until bedtime that night. Lesson learned. Be nice. 